It's Wednesday, October 13th. Welcome to the News Diet, a healthier alternative for staying informed. I'm your host, Michelle Carroll. Today, I'm going to talk about the mid-season resignation of the Raiders' head football coach and the pushback against vaccine mandates by both Texas and Florida governors. Let's be informed so we can get on with our day. John Gruden, the head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders football team, resigned on Monday after past emails were surfaced. The emails were found during a separate investigation into the conduct of NFL officials. Apparently, over the course of seven years, from 2010 to 2018, Gruden had sent remarks many are considering racist, sexist, and homophobic. The emails were sent during a period for when he worked for ESPN and were sent from his personal email in conversations with other figures working in the league. The New York Times listed several examples of his emails, and there's a range of topics that Gruden was referencing at the time. For example, he referred to NFL commissioner Roger Goodell as a, quote, faggot, and when talking about the Rams drafting a gay player in 2014, he used the term queers. He was apparently critical of the league's recent emphasis on safety and preventing concussions within the game, racial protests over the last few years, as well as insensitive references to female referees. Also, he made a comment about the executive director of the NFL Players Association as having, quote, lips the size of Michelin tires. Before the announcement of his resignation, Rudin did apologize for his past actions. All I can say is I'm not a racist. I don't, uh, I can't uh, tell you how sick I am. I apologize again to to D. Smith, um, but I feel good about who I am and what I've done my entire life. And uh, I apologize for the insensitive remarks. I had uh, no, uh, you know, I I, I had no racial uh, intentions with those remarks at all. The news of this resignation comes as a pretty big shock to the football world, as John Gruden is a pretty big staple within it. He was a head coach of the then-Oakland Raiders from 1998 to 2001, then moved to head coach the Tampa Buccaneers from 2002 to 2008, where he even won a Super Bowl. After that, he became an analyst for ESPN and Monday Night Football before returning as the head coach for the now Las Vegas Raiders in 2018. The National Football League has been making efforts in recent years to crack down on misbehavior from those who work within it. Some are saying it's a good thing to purge it of insensitive figures, to make room for more inclusion, and to create a workplace where employees can feel safe. While others are saying that this is an example of cancel culture, where people are canceled from their jobs and stature due to insensitive remarks or actions in the present or pulled up from the past like in this case. A few Raiders players who played under Gruden have made their own comments about the situation. He was very honest and upright with us before, you're going to have to help me on the day, but before that article came out, he, the, the morning before that article, we didn't even know about the article, he just told us exactly what he said in that email. When we left that meeting, it was like, dang, that, you know, that sucks, man, you know, uh, you know, uh, he he probably regrets it. You know he, he does. He wish. You know he he taught us. He told us like men learn from my mistake. You know I've been around this guy for for three years now. Um, I've never I've never felt a certain type of way about him. You know what I'm saying he never he's never rubbed me a certain way like that type of way. Um, I mean what he said was what he said at the end of the day too. But I mean I I, I definitely trust him. Um, 
And I mean, man, it was 10 years ago. I mean, people grow. A new permanent head coach has not been announced. And who knows if the Raiders will get one before the end of the season in just a couple months. On Monday, Texas Governor Greg Abbott announced an executive order to ban any vaccine mandates in the state by either public or private companies. This goes directly against federal orders by President Biden, who has mandated vaccines for healthcare workers, federal workers and contractors, as well as private companies with 100 employees or more. The new order by Governor Abbott says that no entity can require proof of vaccination for its workers or consumers and cannot force anyone to receive the shot if they don't choose so themselves. He does say that he strongly encourages people to get the vaccine, but that it must always be voluntary for Texans. The order will most likely be challenged in court to see if it holds up against the federal law for mandates. In the meantime, this puts Texas businesses in a tricky position. Do they enforce vaccine mandates to follow the federal order, or do they not in fear of going against the state order? Governor Abbott's decision has caught the eye of other conservative leaders as well, like Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who's also pushing against mandates. Uh, But our law is very clear. You know, we basically don't want people to be discriminated against. We want them to be able to live their lives regardless of their status on on getting these shots. And, And part of it is people that have recovered from covid have strong protection. And there's been the powers that be have refused to acknowledge that at the CDC and these other places. It's totally devastated their credibility. But we know people that have symptomatic COVID, if you're hospitalized and you recover, the chance of you ending up back in the hospital is incredibly, incredibly small. That's just the reality. And so you have a lot of folks uh, that are in that boat. And, um, And I think also this is just should be a personal decision. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki voiced her disapproval of the governor's actions. Governor Abbott's executive order uh, banning mandates, and I would also note announcement by Governor DeSantis this morning, essentially banning the implementation of mandates, uh, fit a familiar pattern uh, that we've seen of putting politics ahead of public health. Over 700,000 American lives have been lost due to COVID-19, including more than 56,000 in Florida and over 68,000 in Texas. And every leader should be focused on supporting efforts to save lives and end the pandemic. Why would you be taking steps that prevent the saving of lives, that make it more difficult to save lives in across the country or in any state? And I would also note that vaccine requirements have been standard in both the Lone Star State, Texas, in case you're not familiar, and the Sunshine State, Florida, in schools for decades, whether polio, measles, mumps, rubella, the chickenpox. There are vaccine requirements that have been implemented for decades in these states. Uh, so these decisions put uh, these two leaders out of step with uh, both long-time requirements, uh, a history of vaccine mandates, but also many business leaders in their states uh, and many uh, businesses that are based in their states, uh, including Disney and American Airlines, uh, that are, these leaders are taking steps to help boost vaccination rates, reduce deaths, hospitalizations, reduce hospitalizations, and expand the country's labor pool. So bottom line is we're going to continue to implement the law, which uh, the President of the United States has the ability, the authority, the legal authority to do. Uh, And we are going to continue to work to get more people vaccinated uh, to get out of this uh, pandemic. The president will use every lever at his disposal to do that. 
Proponents of the mandates say that because the evidence shows the efficacy of the vaccine to curb the spread of COVID, the virus that has changed our lives as we know it for the last two years, that it's imperative that all citizens do their part to protect their communities. Those against the mandates say that it doesn't matter how effective the vaccine is or isn't, that to require a shot to participate in society constitutes discrimination, impedes personal liberties, and breaks medical privacy laws. Today is Wednesday, October 13th, and you've just been informed. Now it's time to get on with your day. I'm Michelle Carroll. Thanks so much for listening. If you like the news diet, be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcast so you can always get the latest episode. And leave a review as we all know how that helps boost a show's visibility. If you have any suggestions on how I can improve the show, I definitely want to hear from you. I want the news diet to be as valuable as possible for you. So if you feel compelled, please feel free to reach out to me on Twitter or Instagram at the news diet or directly to my email feedback at thenewsdiet.com.